You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello, good evening and welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna. It's the fans phoning show and we are live. Uh, delighted to have you all with us. Um, it's a phoning show, which means you guys get to talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. I've dedicated the whole hour this time solely to you guys. So you're not going to get 15, 20 minutes of me rambling on at the start because I've already done my Newcastle review podcast. So uh, go over and check that out if you haven't already. It's available on all major podcast stores as always. And of course, you can find it right here on this YouTube channel. We're going to be discussing a variety of subjects. The conversation tonight is going to be dedicated, uh, is going to be dictated, sorry, by you guys. But some of the subjects that have come to my mind that I'm sure we're going to touch on are what do you do with a problem like Willian? Will Nicolas Pepe ever succeed at Arsenal? Was the fact that Mikel Arteta had to turn to the youngsters, have to turn to the youngsters, sorry, uh, again, a bit of a turning point for him? Will that teach him a lesson? Will he stop persisting with some of these players who are just not performing at the right level? We're going to be discussing all of that during tonight's show and our callers are lining up in the uh, stream yard uh, back end of the studio bit. So I'll be bringing uh, some of you guys on in just a second. I just want to do a quick little bit of housekeeping. As some of you will have seen, the Chronicles of Aguna memberships are now live. If you click the link in the description, you'll get more information on that. And if you wish to do so, you can join as a Chronicles of Aguna member. There are perks that you'll receive by being a member and there are three different tiers. So you can decide which one works best for you. But I want to stress the point. We're not going to be doing any less free content. We're just going to be doing more content. So that's the plan. We're going to be bringing you more content. There's going to be members only streams, which you guys will have the opportunity to get involved in. There's there's lots to come on the channel. Um, I've got more time now, uh, so I'm looking forward to really ramping this up. And if you can support in any way, shape or form, even if that's just watching the videos, clicking the like button, I'm grateful for all of it. So I promise it's not going to make a difference to the level of output that you're getting now uh, as a free user. You're still going to get this content, but we're going to be doing extra. Truly overwhelmed by the number of people that have signed up in the last 24 hours. It's been incredible. And I can't thank you guys enough. And and in the you know interim between me setting this video up and then us actually going live, we've had another couple of members join. So I want to say a big thank you to you and Young uh, for joining. Thank you so much, mate. Really, really appreciate it. And to Harry Atkinson, who's just signed up as well. You'll notice those guys in the chat because they've got little icons next to their names. So uh, thank you guys. Right. Let's dive into it. Let's uh, let's dive into it. And I'm going to bring on our first guest this evening. And uh, I'm sure many of you guys will recognize him from the world of Arsenal YouTube. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. Colin, how you doing, mate? I'm doing good, Harry. How are yourself? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I mean, that was a tough watch, wasn't it? Fuck it. Oh, God. It really was, mate. It really was. Uh, it really I don't was. Know. I don't know what frustrated me more, the fact that Willian was so wasteful in that first half or the whole team in general was wasteful. Like, 
Ugh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, what's, your, what's, your, what's your take on? Sorry, one second, Colin. Before I carry on, let me just. If you have put your name down to join in t- on tonight's show, and I haven't sent you a link yet, it is coming. Um, I'm I'm sending them out bit by bit so that you don't end up sitting in the back end of the program watching for too long and, and wasting your battery and wasting your time. So, if you've asked for a link, you will get one. I promise, but you may not have got it yet. So, just to let you guys know, um, go and carry on, Colin. What's your What's your take on this whole Willian question? Because He's not been great since he joined Arsenal. I think we can all agree on that. But last night felt like a bit of a last straw for many. Mate, let's just be honest. Willian's been a flop. He's been a flop. Simple as. Outside of one game against Fulham, what has he actually done? Agreed. Can Can you tell me? I mean, I thought, I thought he was okay, Colin, in, in the game at Old Trafford, but just okay. Nothing more than that. Exactly. There you go. That's the problem there. Just okay, like good enough to get by, basically. Like, that's just... I don't know. Like I, I've had this opinion for a while, right? That I, I truly believe this as well. The William signing, I think, was a last present or a last bad luck present from Raul Sanielli. And the reason I think that is because, well, there's a couple of factors in that, right? Raul is best mates with Willian's agent. Yep. Now, that screams dodgy. Just I mean, Colin, out dodgy. There was there were a lot of transfers, aren't there, that that Raul was involved in that we're now looking back on and thinking, hmm. Something a little bit fishy about that. So it, it wouldn't be a surprise, sense. would it? Not, none of them made sense. Not just the William thing. We gave Cedric a, was it, a three, four-year deal and he hadn't played a single game. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't disagree. What sense does that make? Like, <laughs> I, I have a huge problem with Kia anyway because you know as well as I do, Harry, that whatever his clients end up, that club suffers as a result. Case in point, Inter Milan. Yep. They've been trying to get rid of Jao Mario for years. <laughs> Jao Mario, that is a name out of the top draw there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's true though, isn't it? Like, Kia got Stefano Poli sacked when he was manager at Inter Milan because he had the balls not to play Jao Mario. Yep. And... I can see some. I can see similar happening to Mikel Arteta if Kia has influence in this football club, and he does because it's not just one Kia client. One's bad enough, right? One's bad enough. But we've got four Kia clients at the club. So, are you are you saying, Colin? Are you suggesting that Mikel Arteta wasn't necessarily on board with the signing of William? Yeah, I think he was. I don't think he was. I think he had to put on a brave face for the media because let's be honest, like no no manager ever tells the hundred percent truth in a press conference. It's all pushing out agendas, this and that, right? Now Arteta would have had to put on a brave face, right? Because the last thing you want at a football club is is for the media to run a story like all oh, things aren't going well at Arsenal now. Like that's 
I, I, I don't know, but having, like I said, having one key a client at your club is bad enough. Having four, nah, Probably. nah. Like you've got Cedric, Kia client, David Luiz, Kia client, Willian, Kia client, and arguably the most important one of the lot. People forget this. Edu is a Kia client as well. When your director of football has an agent like Kia Jarabshin, that that spells doom for everybody involved. So you, you can't so have an you can't have an agent dictating what's going on at a football club. You can't because then you're in the shit. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's a, it's a worrying situation. The the hope is though, and, and as I said right at the top of the program, and I said it on the on the review show following the Newcastle game, is that I feel as though maybe you know what happened last night, the fact that Mikel Arteta. You know, and I know it was an FA Cup game, and I know he rested a, a number of players, and he he would probably argue that what the guys that played yesterday, the majority, were his second string. Now, um, they, it, the fact that he had to turn to those youngsters again, I feel like that that might be a bit of a turning point for Mikel. Now, it might be the, the maybe the final push that he needs to just abandon trusting in some of those more senior players, if you like. The likes of Willian, you know, Pepe is more senior than Smith-Rowe, than, than Martinelli, than Saka. Maybe he's finally got the message. Would you agree with that before I just, uh, before I move on? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. What frustrates me about Pepe is it's not his goal output that annoys me. It's, it's how he tries to take on players like like yesterday right he was I can't remember if it was the first or the second half right but he was in on goal right and instead of just having a shot he does some little trickery to try and get past you know to try and get past the defender right yeah instead of just having a shot at goal and, and I'm just sitting there thinking what are you doing what are you even doing he does this all the time. Let's just put this into perspective. Saka, who is an academy kid and is doing what Pepe was bought for. And he's out and he's outperforming him. He's outperforming him. You look at the difference between Saka on the right and Pepe on the right. There's a massive, massive. difference in that. Massive difference because Saka is trying to get past people trying to contribute to the team, putting crosses in and whatnot. All Pepe does is get the ball, tries a little bit of trickery and then loses the ball. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying he was bad in the first half because out of the whole lot of them, he was the only one I could see trying to create something. But still, yeah, I don't he's, not, he's not been good enough. No, that's right. Uh, like, I don't know what the issue is because ultimately we've still got fees to pay on him. Because it's not yep. completely done yet. Willian's different because he he didn't cost us a transfer fee. Yeah, certainly yeah. a smaller a smaller risk, wasn't it, with Willian? Um, yeah. Colin, I'm going to have to leave it there, mate, just because I've got lots of people waiting. But thank you uh, so much for coming on. As always, really, really appreciate yeah, your your uh, your input. So thank you so much, mate. Cheers. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, if you want to call it input, that's good with me then. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> no worries, mate. Cheers. That was the brilliant Colin. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. Harry, how you doing, mate? Hey, buddy. Happy New Year. How you doing? Happy New Year to you too, mate. And um, just quickly, just before I continue, I just want to welcome a couple new members who have just signed up right now in the live chat. Uh, big thank you to... I've lost it. It's, the chat is so busy. Uh, to Rahil, thank you so much, mate, for coming on um, and becoming a member. Really, really appreciate it. And of course, to Pratyush as well. Uh, if you want to become a member, the link is in the description. If you click on that link, it will tell you what it's all about and you can decide uh, if that's something you'd be interested in. Um, thank you to everyone in the live chat as well for your input. And in answer to some of the questions in there, we will be taking questions from the live chat uh, a bit later on in the show. So uh, keep them coming. Big hello, special hello to my good friend, Graham Brooks. Um, Graham, it's been ages since we've spoken Arsenal, mate. So uh, I hope you're doing well and I look forward to catching up with you again soon. He says a corner was turned last night. No longer in the Premier League setup. Arteta shoehorned him in at number 10, talking about Willian, a position where he never played at Chelsea, which added to the lunacy of ever signing him. He says Willian isn't hungry, just wants to see out his playing career at the top level, playing in London. Harry, let's begin with your thoughts on Willian, because, you know, it's been no secret that the Arsenal fan base has been somewhat underwhelmed by what they've seen from Willian since he joined the football club. But it feels like last night, was an opportunity for him, another opportunity for him to silence some of those doubters. And he certainly didn't take it, did he? No, he didn't. I mean, last night was an opportunity for a lot of players to to step forward um, and make something of it. With regards to Willian, uh, he just doesn't look hungry enough and he looks like he lacks a lot of confidence and his body language and facial expressions. Um, he just looks like he's not enjoying it for whatever reason. And uh, Arteta just has to hold his hands up and say it's not working. The only thing giving William more chances is that Arteta knows what he could do or knows what he can do, but he's yet to show it. Um, disregard Fulham at um, first game of the season. Um, so I think a signing that should have motivated young players and motivated players like Pepe has instead probably sent Pepe backwards. Um, I think Pepe's demotivated because of William's arrival. Pepe gave a really good performance in the FA Cup final probably show to Arteta that he's buying into his philosophy. And then I think he gets dropped for the start of last season, start of this season, sorry. And then he plays against Leeds, frustrated, gets sent off because he's angry. He's not getting the ball. He's not playing well. Um, so the Willian signing has not only worked out for Willian, but it's also affected other areas. So if we could cut our losses and sell him now, but I get the sense that no one's going to want to buy him out of his contract. Um, you you make a really good. interesting point there, Harry. You, the, the point about that signing demotivating uh, Pepe is a really good one and a really valid one, I think, because, you know, you look at some of the games that Willian's played, you know, and you would argue that, or a lot of people would argue, I would certainly argue that actually Nicolas Pepe may be further down the development line. Had he been given those opportunities, maybe his confidence would be a little bit higher. Maybe he'd be yeah. playing a bit more yeah, of a striker yeah. if he was the guy being selected and given a run of games. And you're right. I When we brought Willian in, my view was very much, this is an okay, this is a decent signing. And I said it at the time. I'm not going to backtrack now and pretend I did it. Yeah, I said it as well, mate. I said it as well. Yeah. I was really happy with the signing. Sorry to interrupt. I thought it was a really good signing. I thought he'd take us to a 
not to another level, but, you know, just make us a bit more experienced and solid. Similar to when we signed Czech, but sometimes it doesn't work out like that. But separate the investment in terms of the weekly wage, because we know that's because there's no transfer fee and there's all these other things. Try to separate the age issue because you don't suddenly become a good player at 31 and a bad player at 32. Try to separate the length of contract, because the truth is, if we signed him for two years and he had a banging first season, this time in the summer, we'll be panicking that we can't re-sign him. So I understand the three-year deal. Even though it doesn't make sense, I understand it. Forget all of that. Just judge it on games. It's just not been good enough. And Pepe being demotivated probably says a little bit about Pepe as well in terms of his personality, his desire. Um, does Pepe want it enough? Does he try enough? I see him smiling sometimes when he makes a mistake or a bad choice. It's like, yeah. uh, and then take someone like Saka, who struggled playing right wing early on. Um when he had his back to play, he, he his body shape was a bit off. When he was receiving the ball on his right foot, he was easily dispossessed from left backs. And he's grown into that position. And now you've got Saka, who is fundamentally a left winger, now, you know, playing ahead of Pepe, ahead of Willian. And that shows you um, how poor they've been, but also how good Saka's been. Yeah, totally agree, mate. Um, Just finally, before I move on, Harry, and I apologise, it's just because I've got Sorry, lots buddy. and lots of people lined up tonight. You're um, a popular man, that's why. <laughs> well, at least I am uh, for tonight anyway. Uh, but it's great. No, great to have you all. And honestly, the, the more people, the better. And I'll do my best to get through as many as we possibly can within the allotted time. Um, Do you feel like Arsenal have, have gone through a little bit of a revival um, since some of the youngsters were brought into the side? And are you now as a result of that, a lot more optimistic about what the rest of the season will bring. Yeah, mate, totally. I think if anyone wasn't questioning Arteta or questioning where we were going, then fair play to you, hats off. I certainly had enough of watching us lose. Not to say I wanted Arteta out, but it became just really demoralising. But that Man City-Carabao Cup game, even though the scoreline was convincing, um, I thought we showed elements of a good performance and I thought we showed a bit more hunger and that gave us a small springboard for Chelsea so I'm 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 optimistic about the season I think we can I think we can push top four but um, Arteta just needs to separate the good from the bad stop giving chances to players who don't necessarily deserve it just because they're hailing boys just because uh, they scored loads of goals under 23 level or they had a good six months on loan randomly just don't don't keep persisting with those players and you know yeah. Willock, Nelson and Ketia You've got to be really, really, uh, really, really careful where you use them. Because, listen, if Andy Carroll scores that goal yesterday, we're out the FA Cup. You know, yeah. if Leno is mad in a match, in my opinion, because of that save, if if we don't um, if we don't go through tomorrow, then we're really questioning those performances of the youngsters. So I think we'll, we'll be fine this year as long as we, uh, we play, the, play the players that deserve to play, you know? Yeah, totally agree. Harry, thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate you coming on. And I'm sure we'll speak again very soon. Take care, buddy. Happy New Year, everyone. Cheers, mate. You too. That was uh, the brilliant Harry. Uh, just before we come to our next caller, a uh, big thank you to Jay, uh, Jid F 32 who's just become a new uh, member to the channel. Thank you so much for your support, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna, Rahil. Rahil, where are you joining us from, mate? I know, but tell the listeners. Uh, from Luxembourg. Yes, I know, Harry. I tested your flag knowledge the other day and you were brilliant. You did indeed. <laughs> you did indeed. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, mate, first of all? Most uh, my, uh, it's good, good. A good start to the year in terms of Arsenal. So, I mean, we have four wins in a row. So much better than a few weeks ago where it looked like uh, we were <laughs> couldn't be hanging in the relegation zone. So, yeah, much better, Harry. 
Good stuff. Uh, just a quick reminder as well. If you are waiting for the link to come through so that you can join the show, then bear with me. I am going to send it to you at some point within the show. The reason I don't send them all out at once is because you're going to end up in the backstage bit. And basically, um, I can only have a certain amount of people in there uh, without losing people and people falling off of the program. So that's why I do it that way. So I send out three at a time. So if you're not if you haven't got it yet, but you've put your name down, I will get it to you between now and the end of the show. Um, Rahil, where do you stand on the whole Willian debate? You know, Kevin Campbell, former Arsenal man, is, is watching us at the moment. He says, hi, yeah. H. Um, if Willian yeah, motivates Pepe, then Pepe is not built for the Arsenal. So just responding to what Harry was saying about that point, which I thought was a, a really good point, actually. Um, and, and Harry made that point as well, didn't he? He did say that it says a lot uh, about about Pepe as well. But going yeah. back to Willian for a minute, where are you on the whole Willian thing? Do you think Arsenal made a really bad mistake here? Well, like you, Harry, I think I came on the on one of the following shows and I said that was a, it was a good signing given that um, we had a lot of youngsters and we needed someone experienced who's done it before in the Premier League. Um, so initially, and I'm also not going to go back on that because I did think it was a decent signing, nothing that will get you off your seats, but you know, it was someone to, uh, to come in and strengthen the squad, but unfortunately it hasn't worked out. And, um, it, yeah, it, it, he, I think someone made a comment earlier and he was spot on. It just seems like he has no motivation to play anymore. He's won almost everything he can with Chelsea and now he's just living the good life in London getting a good paycheck and and living a comfortable life at Arsenal. And he's getting chances, so he plays quite regularly. But he's not been performing. And the fact that Arteta played him uh, in the FA Cup is a bit reassuring for fans. That means that he will be on the fringes and he will be playing as in the second team, if you want to call it. Um, because there are much better players um, all over the pitch that he can play in those positions. Emil Smith-Rowe is better than him at the moment. Saka is better than him. On the left, we have Martinelli, who unfortunately got in injured, which I was really gutted for, and Aubameyang. So he has absolutely nowhere to play. And another point on Pepe, um, as Harry mentioned, that it, it kind of shows like a uh, William coming in is demotivating him. That's on the one side. And then the other side, Saka is playing so well that it is making Pepe look ordinary. So you've got one player that's kind of demotivating him and another player that's just showing him up is much younger than him, much more confident. And Pepe has more talent than Saka, let's be real. Like he's technically so? a better player. So? Yeah, yeah, I think he can. If he applies his talent properly, he can be a wonderful... Even You know what the thing with Pepe, right? is every game he will have or will create chances. He'll, he'll have shots on goal. I think yesterday he had five shots. Uh, so he does take shots. He's not afraid to take shots. And he could have easily had an assist uh, if, if there was a better finisher than Willock. So in a game, he, he always has moments where he creates something or he has a goal. Um, he, the, the issue with him is he because he does it very rarely and there's a lot of inconsistencies and he le he loses the ball lots of times. It's easier to pick out Pepe. But every time, even when he was playing in the Europa League, he always scored a goal or two. He had an assist here and there. It's it's because of the 72 million price tag that's weighing so heavy on, on Pepe right now 
that yeah. if we if we had a good team, right? We had all the parts, defense, midfield, and attack working properly. I think Pepe would be a really good player. Um, but the fact that we don't and we have to rely on him, that's where the issue is because of his price tag. We are ex we're, we're, we're putting so much expectation on this player and he's not delivering because of the price tag. I think if he went to another club where it was working and where we didn't have as many issues as, as we do at Arsenal, I think he would be a good player. Um, yeah. So yeah, Pepe, unfortunately, uh, it doesn't look good for him. And also Arteta hasn't helped his case. Um, because I do feel a bit sorry for him. He came in the team, like I think Harry mentioned it also. Uh, he was in the FA Cup final, played really well. Yeah. And then William came in and he hasn't had a consistent of run of games. So I think the maximum is played is one game. And then the next one will be subbed or, or, or you know, or someone else comes in. So he's not he hasn't set the world on fire but he, i don't think he's as bad as people make it out to seem yeah, to I, be I, I agree I, I agree with that i agree with that i think oh. that you know and sometimes as well you know players and clubs and managers just don't fit and that could yeah. really be the case of, of what's going on here you've also got to take into consideration that nicolas pepe isn't Mikel arteta signing exactly uh, Mikel arteta shouldn't be forced to play him because of what the previous regime invested in him. Um, I, I agree with that. You know, we, we've trusted Mikel Arteta to try and turn this club around, to try and steady the ship, to get us back to where we need to be. But in order for him to do that, he's got to make his own decisions. And as a football club, he's as a manager, sorry, he's under no obligation to play Nicolas Pepe just because... Yeah what the previous guy spent. Um, Rahil, I'm going to have to leave it there, mate, just because, as you can see at the bottom, it's no finished. Um, thank you so much for coming on, though, Thanks, mate. And thank you for signing up as a member as well. Really appreciate sure, it. Sure, I keep up the good work, man. Thank you, mate. I'm sure we'll speak soon. Yeah. Cheers. That was uh, the brilliant Rahil. Let's move on to our next caller. Uh, in the meantime, though, quickly smash the like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You know the drill by now. I say it every video. Uh, so uh, get on with it. Hit the like button. It's free. It doesn't cost a penny. Welcome to the show, Pratyush. Uh, where are you joining us from, mate? Uh, hi, Harry. I'm joining from New Delhi, India. Brilliant. What time is it there? Is it late? Is it early? It's almost 3 a.m. I'm off work tomorrow, so I thought I would uh, stay up till late. Wow. Today. Wow. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Really, really appreciate you coming on and joining us. What do you want to say on if on either the topics discussed or if you've got something else you want to raise? The forum is yours, my friend. Um, just wanted to start off with Willian. Um, I, I, I get that he isn't in Arteta signing. And uh, I mean, he's not probably the type of player Arteta would want. but. Um, uh, sorry, uh, I meant uh, Pepe. But uh, the thing is, with Willian, there's clear favoritism there. So whenever Pepe has messed up, he's clearly had, you know, Arteta has gone all guns blazing. And with Willian, I, I mean, even in the last match, I, I was seeing Arteta making clear excuses for him with fitness issues. And he's just been ill, which I get, which, which can be a clear issue because uh, there were times where Willian looked really, really uh, off the pace. Where, uh, I mean, I think the, the one good quality that William has is bringing out the ball from the back to the front. I mean, I don't think he has a lot of end product, but uh, he just seemed to be overrun by defenders. The defenders were putting tackles in, he was getting fouled, and he just didn't seem to progress the ball at all. So it might be uh, an issue with fitness, but I till now I haven't seen anything from William except the Fulham match to, 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 to give uh, any, any, any 
good uh, signs for uh, that, moving forward. Doesn't that make it all the more frustrating, though? Because when you think back to that match against Fulham, he was sensational. He, uh, you know, I was, I came away from that match thinking, yeah, do you know what? He ain't going to play every week, Willian, but we've really brought someone in here who can produce, who can provide such good backup uh, to that young forward line that we like to see come through and, you know, link up with Aubameyang, link up with Lacazette. I thought he was brilliant that day and I was really excited. And all of a sudden, the performance has just completely dropped off. Now, I think you also have to take into consideration that the team have gone through some really difficult court periods as a whole. But then when somebody like Bukayo Saka takes up that position or Emil Smith-Rowe takes up that position and does it so easily and so well, then understandably, people are going to start to ask questions of the experienced Willian who's been there, done it, should be leading by example. I mean, are you confident now that with the, you know, the more regular sort of use of some of these young players, the Smith-Rowe's, Saka now not playing as a left wing back or anything like that, just playing as part of a front three. Are you confident that Arsenal can uh, turn their season around and start to close the gap on the top four? Harry, what we need to realise is that Bukayo Saka is 19 years old and Emil Smithrow is 20. So they are going to have a patch of form where they're not in form. And um, the thing would have noticed with Arsenal fans is we turn on our players so easily. And I mean, yesterday I, I was looking through Twitter. I think Twitter is so wild towards our players at times. And um, the, the comments for Joe Willock, I mean, Joe Willock is our academic pro- product. He's an Halen boy. And, and I think we need to give him more time. The, the wild towards Eddie and Katia. And I just worry that if ESR or uh, Saka goes through a piece of uh, a piece of bad form, and they might be targeted by fans, and that's that's not going to run well for us. I I, I genuinely think we need a good good uh, cam this uh, transfer window. We cannot depend on ESR to get us top six this time. We are not getting top four definitely. I I, I that, that's a so, very very distant. So where do you see Arsenal finishing then? Assuming there are no significant additions in January. Where do you think Arsenal finish this season? If we manage to get a cam, I think we can finish 6th or 7th. If not, I don't see us finishing higher than 8th. I think I think we'll reach the levels we reached last season. We finished 8th. I don't think we will finish higher than that. Cool. Good stuff. Pratyush, thank you so much, mate. I'm just going to have to move on just because I've got lots of people waiting. But I think it's your first time on, right? Yes, yes. It is. Thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate it. And uh, welcome to so the much. channel, mate. Thank Cheers. you. Thank you. Thank you. That was who's joining us from New Delhi. It's three o'clock in the morning over there. You should be in bed. What's going on? Um, if you caught me just glancing to my right, it's because I've got the Juventus uh, Sassuolo game on on the TV next to me. Aaron Ramsey has just scored what looks like it's going to be the winner for Juventus. Oh, what we would do to have Aaron Ramsey back now in that uh, attacking midfield position. Uh, let's move on to our next caller. Uh, welcome to Big Gunner. Where are you joining us from, mate? Uh, I'm calling from Buckinghamshire, but I'm actually from Tottenham. Oh, <laughs> you shouldn't um, say that word on here, though, yeah? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> welcome to the programme, mate. Uh, first Thank of all, how are you? Oh, I'm living the dream right now. Uh, my my home is my gym. It's my restaurant. It's everything. Like so, I have to leave the house. Everything's here. <laughs> what more do you want? What more do you want, mate? Uh, what do you want to say on the Arsenal? Yeah, no, it's just it's just it's frustrating. Like I don't know how how you feel, but I just feel a bit frustrated. Um, I know people keep bringing up 
Pepe and Willian and stuff like that. Um, I've always been Arteta-in. I'm going to be Arteta-in for a while until I, I feel like he is making terrible, terrible decisions. Um, I don't think Willian was a bad signing. I think giving him three years was terrible. Um, considering what we've done with people like Ozil and players like that, where we've given them long contracts, it's hard to motivate them because they know that they're here for three years. Yeah. We, we're not really challenging for trophies as such. You know, we've got the FA Cup. We keep going for the FA Cup, but we're not challenging for the league. So it feels like some of these players are actually on holiday. Um, as much as I want Pepe to succeed, I don't think he will. And the only reason why I don't think he will is because I don't think he has the drive to be a top player. Like he's got the talent to be a top player, but he doesn't have the drive. If you look at the top sort of wingers in the world, they just... They always want the ball. They're always willing to drive forward. They, you know, he just, he just sometimes, he just doesn't look interested. And I think he was so comfortable in France that he's come over here and it's just, it's a different ball game. Like playing in the premiership, I don't care who you are. Chelsea have got it now where they've signed seven players and four of them, like, don't look like they've ever played football before. So we know that coming to the premiership, is like it's just a hard thing to do and I don't know I just you want Emil Smith-Rowe to play you want Saka to play but we like the guy said before we can't rely on 19 year olds because one they're gonna burn out you know Martinelli was massive for us in the last like three or four games now he looks like he's out we should be able to call on Willian and Pepe, but it's almost it's almost like it should be the other way around. Yeah, you know, like... you, Ewan makes the comment, and I, and I have to bring this up. He does say we won, lads, and we did. We did win. We did get the job done. It's just you know what I struggled to get my head around, and and why I say this could be a bit of a turning point is because you would have thought that the youngsters would have played yesterday, yeah. and we'd have had to call upon some of those senior, more experienced yeah. players to get yeah. us over the line in a game in which we were struggling. But actually, it's the complete reverse of that. The senior players are not doing the business. The senior players don't look as interested. They don't look as motivated. And we're having to turn to, you know, Emil Smith-Rowe, Bukayo yeah. Saka, to get us out of a hole. Um, just quickly, mate, before I come back to you, Rory yeah. Jennings in the chat, big Chelsea fan. Uh, check out his uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, it's really, really good. So go over to Rory's channel. He says, to solve the William problem is easy, mate. You need to find a really gullible and desperate <laughs> London club and somehow convince them to pay him 300 bags a week. <laughs> Go ahead, mate. Carry on. Yeah, I mean, that, that's 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 a, that's a perfect comment. Like, team, like, players just see us coming and they're like, well, they're going to give me, like, ridiculous wages. And I don't know. I think, like, Arteta is trying to change the sort of the passion and get back to, you know, when we were winning things. But it's hard because while you've got Deadwood there, you, you've just got to get rid of him and he's got to be ruthless. I don't agree with everything he's done, um, especially like Gwendouzi. I know he's probably not behind cameras. He's probably not like how a model professional should be. But I think sometimes you just got to just see what they're doing on the pitch. And again, he's another young player that we were relying on last season, which for me, that is, we shouldn't be relying on these guys. Yeah. We should be looking to the big guys and then, you know, they should be helping the young guys come through. But it's like the young guys are pulling the seasoned professionals through, which I don't have a problem with. But at the same time, we, we're we not going to win 
the league or get top four if that's what we're doing at the moment. And I do hope we do get a couple of players in, but at the same time, players don't automatically mean you're going to improve. So exactly, I'd like exactly. to see us work on really what we've got there at the moment. Ship out the guys you don't want to play because we're notorious for keeping hold of guys for five, six years. You've got like Macy and people like that all 26 and they're never going to play for the first team. Even Martinez last season, we've had him for 10 years before he's got like five five games in a row. So just get rid of the deadwood and work on what you've got there and then add only if it's going to make your team better. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy with what we're doing at the moment. Um, we're just picking up wins and that's all I can ask for, to be honest. Just keep picking up wins. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mate, thank you so much for coming no, on. I just got to move man. it on. Um, yeah, just mate. conscious of time. But thank you so much and I hope to speak to you All again right. soon. Definitely, mate. Have a good evening. Cheers, bro. You too, mate. See thank ya. you. Bye. That was uh, Big Gunner. Let's move on to our next caller, Shings. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, mate. How you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, Harry. How are you, mate? How's the family? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Everyone's all right. Everyone's cool. We're just bored. We're just yeah, bored. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it, mate. Well, at least... At least they've not cancelled the football because only thing keeping us sane, really. Let's be honest. Yeah, it, it would have been, it would have been a struggle uh, for me in in more ways than one. You know, my yeah, my course, job revolved yeah. around football. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. mate, I don't know what I would do at home without no football. You know, it's it's kind of what what happens when there's football and I get a break from uh, from the missus, from the kid, and I go down <laughs> to the man cave and stick the football yeah, on. So, uh, yeah. Don't we all, mate? Don't we all? Exactly. What do you want to say on the Arsenal, mate? Um, well, I just want to say it's you know it's been it's been nice this this past couple of couple of weeks wins because you know before that with everything going on as well as an Arsenal fan it was terrible. You know the the run of form around the, the negativity. You know how it is with our fan base. It was just horrible. So it was just nice to get a win, especially the Chelsea win. That was just that just lifted. I think that lifted everything. I think that week beating Chelsea and beating Brighton. Um, some will say that probably saved uh, Mikel's job. Yeah. Um, in many ways, um, the game of the day, like you said, it, 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 like you said about it, it should have been the other way around. We should not. <laughs> it should have been uh, starting with Saka and uh, Smith Rowe instead of them being our go-to guys when things were, you know, tough. And uh, and the William thing, I don't even want to. Oh gosh. Oh, is you? Oh, William. <laughs> I don't know what to say, Harry. It's just do you have do you have because... any small bit of hope inside you no. that he can turn it no. around? I'm sorry, Harry. I can't. I, I, I feel like he's had enough chances, but but however, though, this is the game that you'd want him in Newcastle FA Cup. You know, I don't want to see him against Palace. We've got Palace, Newcastle, I think, and then we've got um, Manu at the end of the month. Yep. I'd rather play him in these games. Do you know what I mean? Because I think I, I, I just think we're a much better balanced side without him in, and I think he like um like Akola was saying, I don't think he really cares. I think he's just looking to um have the end of his career at the top level in London. Yeah, well, it I, feels that way. He said, yeah, feels- and yeah, and also as well, like this whole Kia like Kia giraffe jump thing as well. It's, it's a bit frustrating because it feels like these people, they don't really care about the club, do they? They're just there to basically sort their sort their own pockets out or whatever. But I don't care. We want I want people involved with Arsenal who want us to do well. I'm not saying they don't want to do well. I'm just saying, I just think like some of the decisions, it, it, it's not it's not like for the good of the club. I don't yeah. think, 
I don't think anyone can say that, you know, I mean, it's good. It's for good of the club. I don't know. What do you think about William? Do you have any hope or what? So I've got a tiny little bit of hope that he can mm. at some point contribute okay. something. And the only reason I say that, you know, we're talking about a player who's played 247 times in the Premier League. By the way, I didn't yeah. know this off heart. I'm not off by heart. I'm not that sad. I just looked it up. 247 appearances in the Premier League, 37 goals, 42 assists. So we're talking about someone who's got a history of providing, of scoring in the Premier League. Mm. And, you know, unlike some of the younger players who, when they don't perform, you don't have any previous, they don't have any credit in yeah. the bank that you can look yeah. back on and, and try to use that as a justification as to why they may get back on track with Willian, you do have that. You have a player who succeeded in the Premier League over the years. Yes, he's coming towards the twilight of his career. I think we all, can all agree with that. But for me, you know, we brought Willian in on a free transfer. If Willian can make some kind of contribution uh, that helps us achieve our goals, i.e. gets us through a round in the Europa League with a goal, gets us to a final, you know, then you can kind of yeah. justify that signing. And I still yeah, of course, have a bit yeah. of hope that the quality yeah. is there um, somewhere. It's, Just yeah, it's, it's not um, showing up. I think as well, one place like where it can help us is, you know, like, like you said, like in the Europa League or one we've got, Blood's just coming up. Is is not too bad from set pieces. His corners are actually not too bad. So you know what I mean. Just like do you know what I mean, like things like that, where it could help us. But like, I just don't. I just don't want to see him starting. I really don't. Yeah. And I think um, was it Colin who made the point about um, maybe because after the, oh no, it was the first caller. Uh, after the FA Cup final, where he played well, first game he was benched. Maybe the willing signing has made Pepe's you know, yeah, you know, confidence go down a bit. Yeah, man, I just think when he's, he's up on Pepe a little bit. Yes, I understand the price tag and everything, but... That's not his fault, though, is it? No, yeah, it's not his fault. And and yeah, and also with Mikel, like you said, Mikel, he's not his player, is he? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's I just don't think we should just start with Pepe, this Pepe, that. You know, let's let just ease off him a bit. But in a way, though, the way that Saka's been playing from that right side, if I was Pepe, I'd be sure like, right, it? yeah. Because it's just unreal. I think he's yeah. been, especially that game against um, West Brom on, on that side, it was just unreal. Yeah, he really was. He really yeah. was. Mate, thank you so much. I'm going to have to move it on just so I can get through yeah. everybody before no we worries, Harry. Thanks again for coming yeah. on, mate. Really appreciate it. Again soon, Harry. Cheers, mate. Nice Cheers, one. Pal. Another brilliant caller. Let's move on to the next caller, Thomas. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, mate. Thank you for waiting patiently. How you did? It's great to be a gunner again, my friend. It's fantastic, yeah? Happy New Year, yeah? Happy New Year, man. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. Um, I have a couple of things I want to talk about, right? I have, uh, we're talking about William and, and Pep, right? Yep. And I think it's, um, I think we as Arsenal fans are the only fans in the world, right, that doesn't support our big signings. As we have expect, uh, expectations for our big signings, but we don't support our big signings, right? Look at the way we, we, uh, Pep came as, as the Arsenal's biggest signing. He was, I think he was promised that he's going to play every game, you know, because Napoli was after him, Bayern München was after him. I think he was promised that he will play every game and uh, we will build a team around him and everything, right? Yeah. For 72 million, yeah. And uh, it started bad. He started on the bench and, and so on. He didn't have a preseason, Una Emery said, and all this uh, stuff, yeah. But I have some stats, yeah. Uh, like Pepe, 
Pepe, he had he had uh, shots created action, right? Last season. And that's like two offensive actions leading to a shot. Pepe had 84 that led to a shot on the, on, on the goal, right? On goal. Arsenal had 836 altogether. And he, he only played 2,015 minutes last season. So, and he's not starting every game. Now, if we look at William, William has had played 909 minutes for Arsenal this season. Yep. Yeah. The, the only reason William hasn't played more is that he got COVID and he was out for two weeks, right? Yeah. So, so, so the thing that I'm wondering is, okay, look at where Pepe's return now. He has five goals and three assists this season. Three in the European League, and he has two goals in Premier League, right? Yep. What does he need to do to buy a game? Like, I'm asking you now, Harry. What does Pep need to do to buy buy like four or five games in a row? Yeah, I agree with you, mate. And I, I've I've defended Pepe time and time again about the fact that it must be so difficult to to play your way back into form when you're not playing regularly. I've, yeah. I've said that time and time again. And, you know, if you cast your mind back to maybe a couple of a month, two months ago, we had constant Europa League games, didn't we, sort yeah. of every week. And it gave him a chance to build up some rhythm. And yeah. there were signs in the Europa that maybe, you know, Pepe was getting back to, to something like the confident Pepe we thought we'd signed. But you, yeah. you're right. And and what Pepe will find really frustrating is the fact that, as you've said, Willian, who isn't performing, still gets selected ahead of him. Um, he has you know, three assets, uh, Harry. He has yeah. three assets. That's all he has. He has two assets in the first game. Uh, take a look at if you if you take a look at um, take a look at um, at at ten games in a row, three assists as as a as a contribution. Look at and and one more thing. If 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 Willock were to head that that fantastic pass from uh, Pep yesterday, yeah, in goal, yeah. we would we would have a different discussion about uh, Pepe today, right? We would yeah. we would praise Pepe, yeah. So uh, that, that that's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying that he creates a whole lot of chances, or he's second last on the ball, or he dribbles somebody, gives the ball away. Right and passes to a teammate, right? But they don't do anything about the the, the, the pass. They don't create anything. So I, I'm I'm just saying that three coaches he's been playing with um, Socrates, Matthew Niles, Bellerin, Chambers, Mustafi. That was last season, right? He has yeah. he hasn't gotten the chance to build a partnership, and he I feel sorry for Nicolas Pepe in in a way, Harry. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. No, I agree, mate. Uh, just finally, Thomas, just because as you yeah. can see, mate, there's loads of people uh, waiting to get on and I'm, and we're a little bit pushed for time. But yeah. are you optimistic about what you've seen from the young crop in recent weeks? Do you feel like Arsenal are back on the right path at least? Yeah, of course. We're winning, man. My family, there's love in the area in my house nowadays. My friend, my children are not scared anymore, you know. And uh, yes, yeah, so I think we're on the right path, but, but we need a number 10. We have to buy a number or borrow or loan a number 10. We need to buy that uh, Brandt's guy from uh, Dortmund. We yeah. need to, yeah, because we have, what if something happens to, to Smith Rowe? Yeah. Or we, he's, a, he's a youngster, isn't he? He's a youngster. You don't want to rely he, on him too much. He needs some competition. Yeah. Competition makes everybody better. So I think that if we, I think we can reach top four. 
I really do. If we get the number 10, I really do. Why not? Everybody's losing to everybody nowadays. It's not impossible. It's not mathematically impossible at all. Uh, Thomas, thank you so much, mate. And I hope to speak to you again soon, pal. All the best. Smash that like button, people. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Cheers, pal. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Just before we move on to our next caller, don't forget, smash the like button. Uh, As Thomas says, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you are interested in becoming a member of the channel, which gives you a a number of perks, including priority on these types of shows uh, on some of the tiers that are membership, then please click the link in the description. Check it out. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. Albert, how you doing, mate? Yes, what's happening, Harry? Not too bad, mate. How are you? Good. Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Always feel better when, um, when, uh, when Arsenal win. You know, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't great to watch. It delayed me in my dinner on a Saturday night, which wasn't great. But we got there in the end, mate. What's your take on on basically some of the topics we've discussed and anything else you want to add, mate? Feel free to forum yours. Um, you're right about the winning feeling because I, f- I forgot what it felt like because we hadn't won for about two months. So we, last time was Man United before the last four games, but. Even going into yesterday's game, Harry, I'll be honest, right? I wasn't looking forward to it because if you've watched Newcastle play this season or maybe even in the last couple of years and the way Steve Bruce sets them up, I knew the game was exactly how I thought it was going to be yesterday. And there's going to be defensive, resolute, potentially hit us on the counter-attack, but they're devoid of quality. And I actually went for Arsenal 2-0 and probably not in the way that the game ended up in, but... um, the midfield still a concern for me, mate, in the centre of the park because what I would say about the lineup yesterday, Harry, I don't know if you agree or not, but I felt with the selection he, the, the, the personnel he made in terms of the team selection, yeah, I thought he sort of gave some of the players enough rope to hang themselves in the sense that they've been given an opportunity to play. I uh, yes, Nelson started because of obviously what happened to Martinelli in the in the warm up, but the likes of William and and Pepe, for example, and you're thinking to yourself. I take into consideration Pepe's not had a run of five games, which is which is a, which is crazy in any team, to be honest. If you're the if you're the record signing, but um, some of these players just just cannot deliver, man. Like whether you're playing the top end, top end, mid table, bottom half of the Premier League, they just don't. William, not surprised what I saw again yesterday. Pepe, I don't know what your thoughts are of him, like because obviously I think some people kind of done with him and even quite a while ago to be honest but I'm just scratching my head with him man like when you're supposed to shoot pull the trigger mate you know you're selling selling guys for dreams left right and centre but he's footballing brain mate it's just I I don't know where he's at when he plays mate Uh, for me it's not even really the football brain that gets to me it's it's the attitude and I, Mm. I feel like there's an attitude there with Nicolas Pepe and you know, I think he's got the ability. I think he's technically got it. I think he's got the pace. He's got the trickery. I think he's got most things in his locker apart from that attitude. And, you know, the way he kind of, you know, when he's not in the side and then he does get opportunities and he kind of swans around the pitch as though he's not that interested. You can see the expression on his face. His body language is bad. You know, I want to see someone come in and, and be have fire yeah. in him. Be like, I want to prove to Mikel Arteta that I deserve to play every week. I'm going to run my balls off. I'm going to close people. I'm going to be physical. I'm going to be aggressive, direct. And I don't see any of that from Nicolas Pepe. Look, at the end of the day, the price tag, though, that's not Nicolas Pepe's fault. That's what Arsenal were willing to pay for him. Yeah. Rightly or wrongly, that is not Nicolas Pepe's fault. And I think that's got us, we've got to stop 
bringing that up, uh, if I'm honest, because it's, you know, you're going on about, we know that the club have been mismanaged for years and years and years. So to keep going back and making that point doesn't help anyone, doesn't help Nicholas yeah. Pepe. And, and I think I think it was Harry that mentioned it earlier on on the show where he said, you just got to judge him on the performances. And, you know, whether... Mikel Arteta brought them in, whether someone previously brought them in, it doesn't really matter. It's, the team has to be picked on merit now. Um, do you feel, though, that the team is moving in the right direction again? We had, obviously, a really difficult period. Um, question marks over whether Mikel was going to continue in the role um, or should continue in the role. Do you feel now sort of back on board with, with Mikel? How long's a piece of string, man? Uh, when I, when I spoke to you in your last show, I said to you, like, when we had the last international break and we was going to play Leeds after that, I, I said to you, I said to many people, like, um, the way things are going, Mikel Arteta would be lucky to make it into the new year. And he's made it. Um, in terms of, like, sort of the transfer window, I, I, with, with him, like, I don't see any major players coming in just because, one, it's January. Um, you can get deals done, but it, it's, it's, yeah. it's difficult. Um, even forget COVID is difficult anyway. But um, Harry, I'll kind of like I'll kind of take it each game as it comes. I don't get carried away with the momentum of four wins in the spin because a few weeks ago we was there's Arsenal fans in meltdown because Rob Holden had the captaincy against Everton. Like I, you know, it can go from one extreme to the other. So um, the next two Premier League games are important, mate. Um, I yeah. think out of a possible six, I think we'll take four points, mate. Palace and Newcastle. Yeah, four points. I'd be a little bit disappointed with four points. Yeah, I would. But I want all six. The Palace games, you know, the way they set up Harry Man, Hodgson and yeah. the counter-attack. Yes, but the Newcastle game, I, I warn Arsenal fans now, that's not going to be a pleasant watch again, man. It's, no, it's it not. Won't. It won't. We saw an example of what they're going to do yesterday. Yeah, sure exactly. exactly. The same thing. Albert, mate, thank you so much for joining me, mate. Just quickly, how can people get over to your YouTube channel? Make yeah, sure you do subscribe to Albert's channel. Fire <laughs> away, mate. No, much love, Harry. Cheers, bro. No, um, yeah, Albert JTV, um, Twitter handle AUMO57. Um, yeah, check, hit the link in the bio and subscribe. Cheers, Brilliant bro. Stuff. Make sure you do that. Albert, thank you so much, mate. All the best. Nice, All the best, mate. That was the brilliant Albert. Let's move on to our next caller, Liam. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna, mate. Where are you joining us from? Hi, Harry. I'm joining from Colchester, mate. How are you doing? Uh, not too far away. Not too far. All good, mate. All good. Thank you. Um, what do you want to say on the Arsenal, pal? Oh, I was just going to pick up from what everyone has been talking about in regards to Willian and, and Pepe, really. I mean, with Willian, he is, correct me if I'm wrong, the only forward player in our squad, with the, with the exception of Martelli, who's obviously been injured, to have not yet scored a goal. And he's made, I think, 18 appearances. Um, and that's just not good enough for anybody, let alone somebody who's on, I think, £10 million a year. Um, so over the course of these three years, he's going to end up costing us £30 million, which is just an exceptional amount of money. Yeah, it is indeed. It is indeed. What, what do you make of um, Nicolas Pepe? He's another one that people have been debating uh, tonight, wondering whether he'll actually... Uh, ever, I'm not going to say prove his worth because I think that that transfer fee was crazy and I don't think many players can prove that sort of value. But where do you stand on Nicolas Pepe? Have you been frustrated by his lack of development? I mean, I think everybody's been frustrated with with his performances as much as his development. I mean, the, the real issue with Pepe is obviously, as everyone has pointed out, is, is price tag. You can't do anything about that. But at the same time, you've still got to perform. You've still got to have the right attitude. I think you picked up on his attitude a bit earlier. He does stroll about a bit, 
a bit too much for me and he does doesn't really come across as a sort of player who's going to pick up you know pick up uh, pick up the slack and, and really perform he's he's not got that attitude about him I think that's the most frustrating thing and and when you've got players like Sacco who's you know he's, he's a kid and and he's performing so much better you have to at least put that effort into to justify your selection in the team I mean if you don't do that you, you shouldn't be picked it's just as simple as that yeah, no, agreed, mate. Um, a topic that we haven't really discussed tonight, but there are reports suggesting that this could be a possibility. I wanted to get your take on it, mate. The idea of Matteo Genduzzi coming back from his loan at Hertha Berlin. Build the German oh. outlet have been reporting that. What's your take on that? Do you feel like Mikel would backtrack on that after kind of casting him aside? I'm not so sure he would. I mean, it's a hell of a backtrack. You know, he was, let's be honest, he was kicked out. Um, it wasn't like he was, you know, he was even he started for the last couple of seasons. He's really started and played a lot of games, but this season, obviously, he, he had that, that game against Brighton, uh, you know, it's last season, the end of last season, and since then, I, you know, he's just been kicked out to to uh, to Hertha. So it would be a hell of a backtrack. And if we're talking about players with attitude, he is probably the worst. Um, you know, so to bring bring him back, although he's a good player, I don't think he's good enough for you to have to. Um, to then bring him back. I mean, he's not performed as well enough for, for her for, for us to say, you know, yeah, we're going to forget about your attitude. We're going to forget yeah. about, you know, how you've performed against Brighton and just, yeah, bring him back. I just don't think he's got enough to justify doing it. Yeah, agreed. You know, we all agree that midfield has been an area in which we've had some oh, issues this season, but with Thomas Partey hopefully uh, close to fitness again and we hope that he won't break down again, then th- there probably wouldn't be a place in the team no. this I mean, if Partey and, and Jacques were, were fit and playing, they, he wouldn't get in the team. So what's the point? Yeah, totally agree, mate. Uh, just finally, pal, just because I'm, I'm a bit short yeah, of time, course, we're supposed to do an hour and we, we've still got lots of people waiting. And I'm not going to cut anybody off. Everybody that's, that's got the link will be joining us tonight. We'll make sure of it whatever time it goes on till. Uh, but what's your take on, on the outlook for the rest of the season? How are you feeling about it? Are you feeling a little bit more optimistic now that we've kind of picked up a few wins on the bounce, or are you still wary that this team could uh, collapse again? I mean, we, I predicted at the start of the season for us to finish sixth, um, and I, I didn't see anything so far this season which would suggest that um, we're going to do much better than that. I mean, I, the only thing, the only course I think for you know we could potentially finish higher is the fact that this season has been so unpredictable, and so many teams have dropped as many points as they had. Um, and there isn't really a team that has consistently played well enough uh, that we don't even know yet who's going to win this league. You know, it could well be Man City, it could be Liverpool, it could even be United. So, I mean, we don't know yet, but uh, I, I don't suspect they'll finish much higher than six. Good stuff, mate. Liam, thank you so much, mate. First time caller, I'm, I'm thinking. Apologies, you, mate. I've got you, That's right. Are you a first time caller? I am a first time con- caller. I've, I've commented a few times, and I'll say, as with everyone, I appreciate the amount of effort you've been putting in lately, and your videos Thank have been really good, much, mate. Really, really appreciate it, mate. Cheers for coming on, and I'm sure we'll speak again soon, mate. All the best. Take care. Cheers, pal. That's the brilliant Liam. Uh, let's move on to our next caller. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna, Glenn Kitely. Where are you joining from us, pal? I'm joining you from Kenya. How are you? Um, two weeks ago, I've been joining you from a mental hospital because of the amount of games we were losing. <laughs> I, my, 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 my head was going. And I was, come on, Harry, I was coming here to talk about the positive team and all that. And then we started talking about William and Pepe. So we might as well just go to the negative stuff first. So no, no, um, mate, for William, and, if you want to talk, so for, go ahead, mate. You're, it's, the forum uh, is yours. You can say whatever you want. 
Okay, let, 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 let's just start with that because it's kind of annoyed me too. So for yeah. William and Pepe, I mean, there's a, a, like a month ago or something, people are talking about Pepe, start Pepe instead of William. But for me, I was like, these guys for me right now, they're on the same level. They're both very frustrating players on the same level right now, unfortunately. And um, it's, it's, it's proven again, like yesterday, how many times will Pepe have a shot off target, seriously, on his stronger foot? How many times will he have a shot off target? William, yesterday, I didn't even understand why he moved to his left foot. He should have just taken it on his right foot or cutting or something. Very frustrating. And it's not just that. Pepe, the, the left side, cutting right, then dribbling again, then defenders are on corner. Then he takes the corner. Do you know how frustrating the corners from Pepe are and William? Very, very poor corners every single time. So for me, two weeks ago, I wanted them to play in the Man City game because I was like, since the likes of Saka and Smith have done well, I'm hoping this play, this older players can notice and be like, you know what? These players are playing well. You also need to do the same. But it seems like they've not learned anything the last three three weeks, unfortunately. So for me, they need to do they need to do a lot. Otherwise, I'm starting to lose confidence in them very, very much. And then I also wanted to touch on Smithrow a bit about yesterday's game. After he got that red card, Harry, all the depression started coming back again. I was like, the four the four reasons I was very, very worried. Number one, of course, we were going into extra time with 10 men. And we all know every time Arsenal gets a red card, apart from the Leeds game and maybe a QPR game some years ago and you had Rosicki, every time we get a red card, 8-2, the six nails, the five ones with Bayerns, that is after every time you get a red card, we fall apart. So I was very scared yesterday. And this is a competition I really love. I don't care whether uh, what the opposition fans say. This is a competition I love. This is a competition that is close to our hearts. So I really wanted us to go forward. It's an embarrassment to go out in the first run. So I wanted us to go through. So after I got that red card, I was concerned that we'd go to extra time with 10 men. Number two, you could see how gutted he looked. He's been playing very well. And when a young player has been playing very well, and then he gets like a red card and then he has to miss like three or four games. It is very, very awful. So he needed to stay on the pitch and he won us the game. And then number three, the worst of them, <laughs> or the worst of the lot, Harry. I started imagining... William is actually going to play in the next three, four games. That is the worst part. I started, I, I remembered William is going to replace him. And that was the worst part. That that makes you sick. And then uh, the last one was, I've seen how how quickly people have turned on um, Obama after a couple of poor performances. Yep. So I was worried that um, people will turn on Smith Rowe. I know maybe not because when Pepe got the red card and the manager said whatever he said about him and, after Shaka got the red card, people are like, why didn't you say this about Shaka? You did this to Pepe, you'd have done the same to Shaka. Maybe it would have been the same with Smith Rowe. People would have said he cost us the game, he's not ready yet, maybe he should have played this one. That's what Bami needs to stick in the team. All that, that is why I was very, very white. I don't know if you had to add a point before I got into my like, like my last point. No, go ahead, mate. Go ahead. The forum's yours. Go okay. Ahead. Okay, so again, I also had a caller saying, um, Pepe needs five games. Con how many? I always hear Arsenal fans saying he's a confidence player. How many of these confidence players do we have? Pepe is a confidence player. William is a confidence player. Torreira was a confidence player. We can't have all these confidence players. Like you said um, to Albert in the last call, we need players to fight. Show me the fight. Play for your play for your teammates. Play for the badge. Play for the play for the fans play for your family at home, make everyone happy. 
don't confidence plays every single time. That's what I always hear. Like Pepe needs five games for his confidence. Come on, man. Smithrow, Smithrow, one one month ago, he was playing in the under twenty three, scoring against Everton, and now he's in the first team doing his thing. I don't get this thing for confidence plays. It really annoys me. It really, really annoys me. <laughs> brilliant stuff mate brilliant stuff just before i let you go mate thank you for coming on really really appreciate it. some really good points there as well what time is it in kenya at the moment oh um it's uh it's 104 a.m just got done doing my content so yeah it's 104 a.m after midnight used to it though it's it's used to it though because of content making but yeah shout out to you great work you've been doing and um uh, i saw your video about um membership and stuff i really loved it that is like the most truthful and passionate like that kind of video i've ever seen so guys if you're watching go and become um harry's member so thank you for having me thank you so much mate really appreciate you coming on and and you staying up so late to join us thank you mate all the best and i'm no sure problem. we'll speak again soon pal yeah yeah, yeah of course thank you man. that was a brilliant call from glenn in kenya let's move on to jc thank you for joining me mate and thank you for being so patient i know it's been a little bit of a wait we're really really busy tonight mate thank you though and uh first of all where you join us from i'm from cardiff cardiff cool cardiff, yeah how you doing first of all yeah not too bad how are you doing yeah i'm good mate i'm good i'm good um what do you want to say on the arsenal mate how, what do you want to do you want to talk about any of the points that have already been raised have you got anything else you want to add um yeah yours just watching yesterday's game, it felt a little bit like what I saw before Boxing Day against Chelsea. So, um, from what I'm seeing from the performances, it feels like um, when we got the youngsters on, like Saka, Smith Rowe, they uh, the team looks the team gels a lot a lot better, especially with Lacazette as well. Just watching Willian, uh, it's just so frustrating at the moment. I just like he just looks really disinterested when I see him play. He doesn't really look like he's he does. It looks like he just, he doesn't really want to try. So and it's just really frustrating having him there because I've just seen enough of him. And well, obviously the last time he done something, again an assist was uh, against Fulham opening day of the season. Um, so in a way, it's uh, the positives I can look at it is the fact that our youngsters are doing really well this season. But at the same time, it's a bit disappointing that our senior players on stand. Um, well, our senior players—they should be looking up to our senior players. But um, but yeah. Uh, also, I really like Pablo Mari as well. I think he was really good yesterday. And think um, ever since the Chelsea game, um, when obviously Gabriel had COVID, he he wasn't able to play. I think um, he's done a really really good job. And I was actually calling for him to start for a while now. I wasn't really, I didn't really understand why he was playing in the Europa League games, but then he was being cut out in um, the Premier League. He wasn't on the serve at all. So that was a little bit strange for me. But, um, but yeah, there are, there are a lot of, uh, there are positives, but uh, what's come out of a, a difficult start to the season. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, great points, mate. Great points. Would you like to see Marie maybe start alongside Gabriel? Is that something you'd consider moving oh. forward? I know they're both left-footed, and yeah, what's your view on it? I would, I would like to see Gabriel and Marie next to each other, just because of that communication, both um, both from Brazil as well. So th that would really help. And I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of Rob Holding. He has, he has done put in some really good performances, but then. He's for me. He's been a bit too inconsistent. 
So uh, it is a bit of, obviously it is a bit of a selection headache for Arteta, uh, but obviously it is a it is a good one to have. Um, cause Louise didn't do too bad yesterday, but obviously there is that report of him not having a good relationship with Arteta as well. So um, yeah, I, I would I definitely think Mari should should um, should keep his place in the starting eleven, regardless of Gabriel coming back now. Um, and then obviously we do have Partey coming back, so that's a really good positive. It does feel a little bit like a January signing to me because he's only really played about two and a half games um, since he's joined. So um, it, it will feel like a January signing, but it's a bit... I, I, I do want to see us obviously sign that number 10 because I do feel like if Emil Smith-Rowe, as much as I've been really impressed with him and obviously I want him to continue doing well, if he does, if he if he's not doing what... If he's not keeping up that consistency, then there might be a lot of fans like you know, a bit of putting a bit of pressure on him. But uh, so I think there is someone that we do need to get, but obviously it's very hard. I heard about Buendia for 40 million. Um, that's not something I feel that we should be as much as we need one. I don't feel like he's worth that value of 40 million. I don't know what you think of that one. Um, it feels like too much for a player yeah. who. Had one season in the Premier League. Did is doing well in the Championship. Obviously, yeah. I'm going to be consistent with my view on this. I still feel like the price that it would take to get Emi Buendia away from Norwich is just over the top, and I wouldn't pay it. Yeah, I definitely agree. If it was about 20, 20 to twenty five million, then maybe. But I'm obviously hearing that we could offer Nelson on on as a swap or something. But we'll just have to see how that one goes. I could see that one maybe going towards the end of the window, but. I do hope, obviously, uh, is it uh, what is encouraging to see a little positive that I'm of uh, what's been quite of a bad start for us is that we are seeing, um, of course, some outgoings as well. Like Socrates is being rumored to either go back to sorry, he's been going rumored to go to Genoa or uh, Benabache. We don't know where yet, but it's good to see the club are shifting out the the players that are no longer part of Arteta's plans right now. Obviously, the messages on news we've heard about, which is almost done and confirmed with Fenerbahce. Um, yeah. So, yeah, as much it's really good to see that we're doing, focusing on the outgoing as well. Because, we're trying. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's hard shifting out. And obviously, there is talk about Gwen Doozy coming back. I'm not too sure really about that. Is his contract expiring um, at the end of this season? Of next season, end of next uh, season. So when uh, he returns, he'll have one season left, which puts us in a bit of a shit position, to be honest. Um, um JC, mate, thank you so much. I'm just gonna yeah. have to move it on, pal, just because I got sure people, uh, but really appreciate you coming on and uh, hope to speak to you again soon, mate. Cheers, take care. Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Thanks. all the best, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Another brilliant call. Welcome to the show, Harv. How you doing, mate? Thanks for waiting patiently. No problem, mate. How you doing? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Um, all good. Yeah, can't complain. But Arsenal are on a good run at the moment, so we'll take it, won't we? Uh, what do you want to say? First of all, sorry, I should have asked. Where are you joining us from, pal? Uh, Birmingham again, mate. Birmingham, not too far, then. Not too far. Just a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to say on the Arsenal, mate? Uh, basically, um, considering we're on a good run, not a lot of the calls have been that positive. Uh, you know, we're... So half. I've got I've, I've got to put my hands up to this. This is probably my fault because I titled the video, I titled the podcast, <laughs> you know, about Willian and about Pepe, and I kind of went for that kind of angle. So I've got to take a bit of the blame for that. I've got to say, but you're right. There's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of bashing of both of those players so far. Yeah, well, just to lighten the mood for everyone, 
we're we're having one of our worst starts to the season ever. Spurs are currently title contenders in one of their best seasons ever, and we're six points off them. So, you know, we can we can make top four, uh, especially this kind of season. Um, but yeah, listening to everyone on kind of on the Pepe and and everything like that, I think Pepe, unreal player. The talent's obviously there. Um, he needs. I know everyone has kept saying he needs a run of games, but he really is a player that needs a run of games that needs to settle in. And I think it, it might be a problem with his attitude, uh, but he, he's got that kind of character that he just looks like. Give him a good, you know, five plus games, which he hasn't had yet, um, to to kind of you know challenge to the team a, a bit more. Yeah, do you feel uh, like someone that? needs an arm around him and, and Mikel Arteta's trying to be this disciplinarian and, and maybe doesn't want to do that. Whereas perhaps, and, and I'm not saying that we should get him back or anything before someone starts in the comments, but, you know, do you feel like somebody like Arsene Wenger maybe, who was a little bit better at putting his arm around people, obviously vastly more experienced, but somebody like Arsene Wenger maybe would have got more out of Nicolas Pepe because he would have understood the player's needs kind of emotionally. Yeah, 100%. Hundred uh, percent. Pepe is is a is a Wenger player. Um, he'd hundred percent be better. But um, you know, like I say, give him a, a good run of games. Uh, you know, Willian, he should have been a backup from the start. Uh, you know, put Pepe in that position. Have Willian as his backup, and and go with. I mean, if we're not going to sign anyone, you know, I don't agree with going for a Buendia because, like you, the money to get him is ridiculous. I'd rather just go for someone top, top class in the summer. Uh, yeah. So, you know, play Saka, play Saka behind uh, the number 10 if we're not going to get anyone in. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think Pepe, just give him a good few a, a few games. Yeah, no, I totally agree, mate. Where do you stand on the uh, the Willian one, seen as he's been a, a hot topic tonight as well? Um, like you, mate, I'm not going to lie. I was happy with it, only on the basis that he's a backup. I'm a bit bored of, of getting these these Chelsea retirement players in. Uh, Czech, David Luiz, Willian. I mean, I know David Luiz has put in some good good performances, but has he ever been one of the standout players at our club? I wouldn't say so. Uh, I'm a bit bored of getting these Chelsea retirement players in, but at the time I was happy because I, I thought we'd we'd be bringing them on off the bench. You know, he, that's all he should be. He's coming to the end of his career, bench player. Um, yeah bit of guidance as well we were all delighted as well when he turned in that performance on the first day of the season as well so it'd be a little bit harsh for us all to you know say that you know the club well, you can say the club made a mistake obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing but many of us were were quite pleased with the signing at the time so it would you know i'd be a flip-flop now if i sat there and said no the club made a disastrous uh, decision because we all thought that it would be a good one uh harv thank you so much mate for joining me i'm gonna have to leave it there just because i've got a few more callers to get to and we're already well past the hour mark mate um but thank you uh, for your contribution as always no worries mate you have a good one six points and we'll get there that's it, mate. Cheers. Thank you. All the best, pal. That was Harv. Uh, welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna Tea Talks. How you doing, pal? Hi, I'm all right. Thank you. How are you? How about yourself? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Not bad. No, Feeling good. good. Feeling good after a, another uh, victory. And of course, you know, it might not have been pretty, but we've progressed in our competition, as I like to call it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say on the Arsenal, mate? Um, I think just quickly about the William and Pepe situation. Um, 
and this, I think everyone has chipped in and everyone's put really good points. And I do agree with a lot of people in terms of it's really difficult with Willian and, and Pepe when, when they're seeing players like Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe coming in and overtaking them and taking their spot. But in terms, but what re- I really want to talk about is those young players and in particular, Nelson, Willock and Nketiah. I've come here just to give them a little bit of a defence, really, in terms of... I, for, let me start with Willett. Um, I'm not too sure. I don't. When I first saw him, I think it was against Blackpool in the FA Cup. Do you remember that game? Yeah. I think he scored, actually. That was the first game. Um, but in terms of his whole play, I, I didn't really see what he would bring to the first team from then. But he's gone on and he's done okay in the Europa League and in those other competitions and in the FA Cup against lesser sides. But in terms of... And I'm not really sure if he's, you know, first team quality, to be honest. But with Nelson and Nketiah, I've heard a lot of Arsenal fans over the past few days and weeks um, give Nketiah a lot of slack, you know, as recently as Balogun, as um, everyone's been saying, let's get Balogun instead of Nketiah, let's sell Nketiah. But when he has played, he and when he has played and when he has started whether it's in less competitions, he has performed and I, and I do feel like he has scored goals. Um, and the type of player he is, he's a fox in a box type of striker, which is, I, I feel a Bamiang's that same um, sort of player, uh, minimal touches, but high quality in front of goal. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's on the level of a Bamiang at all, but that's the type of player he is. Yeah. What you mean. Yeah. yeah. And also, because of the players like Emil Smith-Rowe, Martinelli and Saka, I feel like it's been at their detriment how good they have been. The mentality, and not just the mentality, but the understanding of football to play for a, a, a club like Arsenal at that elite level has been to their detriment. Because I'm all for having these young players. Not every young player is going to break in and be a first-team star. They, we need rotational players as well. And I'd be much ra- rather having Ketia. Um, Willock and Nelson as rotational players on lower wages than somebody on less wages than someone like a Pepe and Willian who will prevent us from making the signings that we actually need, in my opinion. No, that re- really good points, mate. Really good points. Are you, are you feeling optimistic then as well? Because for all the negative talk there's been tonight about Willian and Pepe, yeah. most people, when I've asked them that question, have turned around and said, actually, though, we feel like we're back on the right track. We went for a really difficult period. The most difficult yeah. that I can ever probably remember seeing yeah. our go through, you know, in my lifetime anyway, in my time supporting the club. It does feel like we've turned a bit of a corner now. It does feel like we've got almost like some new signings by bringing in these youngsters who, of course, were injured. And I'm talking about Smith Rowe and Martinelli in particular. He might be out again, Martinelli. But, yeah. you know, it does feel like a little bit of an, an injection, a much needed injection. And now are you sort of more optimistic about Arsenal, if not finishing in the top four, at least pushing for it? Yeah, definitely. Um, at the start of the season, many Arsenal fans' first thought was, yeah, we're going to finish in the top four with this manager that we've got. He just won the FA Cup. And we've gone through that difficult period. And, you know, the young team that we have, let's not forget, Mikel Arteta is a very young manager. No no experience of managing at this level, at any um, any level, apart from, you know, being an assistant, which is a different role. Under Pep Guardiola, he learned a lot. And so I do really think that we can kick on. And that difficult period that we went through is a learning curve, not just for our, our players, but our manager as well. Exactly. 
and that's where it's going to be massive for him. And that's every every manager, even every successful manager has gone through a difficult period. Everybody could, likes to do this, and as we as Arsenal fans like to be optimistic and compare him to Klopp. Remember, what was Klopp's time at Dortmund? How did that finish? I'm sure yeah. Jurgen Klopp learned a lot from that. For you sure. see, so I'm just I'm I am optimistic. I do feel like we have the quality in our youth, and we do we're starting to build that spine now with Partey coming back, Gabriel, Leno, solid goalkeeper, Abamyang and Lacazette. Let's just hope now that. We are beginning to get rid of the deadwood, which is very difficult to get rid of, by the way, with the wages that they're on. Um, yeah. Let's let's just hope we can build those pieces, and our manager can develop as well. And these young players can develop too. And for sure, see for sure, mate. Thank you so much uh, for joining me, mate. Just got to move it on. Just conscious That's of time. Brilliant. Where are you joining us from, by the way? Uh, nice, sunny, and bright Wolverhampton. So, <laughs> not mate. not that far either. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate. Uh, thank you very much. So we'll speak soon. See you later. Bye. Cheers, pal. Brilliant. Uh, let's bring on our next caller. Uh, is it Ali? Have I said that right? Yes, Harry. How are you doing today, my friend? Ali, I'm good, mate. How are you? Where are you joining us from? Not too bad. It's actually not as dark as you would think. It's only Toronto. Only Toronto. <laughs> the light's gone out, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we listen to Chronicles of a Gooner even during power-ups. Brilliant. Thank you, mate. Yeah, what do you want to say on the Arsenal, man? I Go actually ahead. wanted to take a, a little bit of a different perspective. I actually agree with everybody. It is slightly negative <laughs> and probably because of the title. But um, looking at it from a form perspective, listen, I mean, in the fast, past five games, we've gotten 10 points. And when I compare that to everybody else in the league, Arsenal is actually sitting fourth. So that's not that's not that bad. And I think this season, more than probably any other season, is about form because of the time restraints, you know, the lack of the preseason and how quickly the games are happening back to back. So if this team is picking up so many points in such a short space, they have to maximize it within the next two weeks as well. And I think I think they're very capable of doing that against Palace and Newcastle. Yeah, totally agree, mate. And it's a, it's a real opportunity for Arsenal now, isn't it, to pick up another six points, continue on the march towards uh, that sort of European promised land and really uh, get a bit of momentum. Because obviously after that, we've got Manchester United to come, which is no doubt going to be a difficult game. Um, are you optimistic about Arsenal sort of achieving their goals come the end of the season. I mean, I was quite realistic in my prediction, I feel, at the beginning of the campaign when I said I didn't think Arsenal were going to make the top four. But what I wanted to see was I wanted to see progress. I wanted to see Arsenal closer to that top four. What is your, first of all, what would be your objective? And and secondly, do you think we can achieve it? I mean, realistically... I don't think we'll finish top four this season. I was like you too. I, I try to be a little bit of a pessimist when it comes down to the Arsenal. But I've always thought about this manager since he came back last December as a cup guy. You know, he's a cup tie manager. Um, maybe he'll be good in a league within a couple of seasons if he gets the time. But I think despite the Man City performance that he had in the League Cup, he seems to be very well in those tournaments. And listen, so far, he's won us an FA Cup. And for me, I'll be more than happy if he happens to win another major trophy. And if it's a Europa League, then listen, we just checked off the biggest task that we wanted anybody to do within the past two, three years, I would say. 
Yeah, for sure, mate, for sure. Um, Ali, thank you so much for joining me, mate, and thank you for for waiting really patiently. Um, I've just got to get through a couple more calls before we lock off, so um, apologies that it's a little bit short, but I promise I'll get you on earlier next time uh, and we'll get uh, some more of your opinions. But thank you so much for your support, mate. No worries, buddy. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. Thank you. You too, mate. All the best. That was Ali joining us from Toronto. Let's go to our next caller. Just a quick one. If you're still looking to come on to the show, uh, we're going to close the lines now because we've still got a few, a couple of people waiting. And of course, uh, we, we're running out of time. So my apologies. But if you do still drop me a DM now, then I'll have your details for the next one. and I'll be able to get you on early doors on the next show. And that way you'll definitely get your opportunity to have your say. Let's move on to our next caller. Wasiu, how you doing, mate? Long time no speak. I can't hear you, Wasiu. It's not coming through, mate. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. I had to mute it. Up in the air. Happy New Year to you too, man. Remind remind the listeners, where are you joining us from? Oh, from Chicago. Um, Chicago. Illinois. Yeah. Go ahead, mate. What do you want to say on, on the topics we've been discussing? Um, today? Yeah, I've been listening to everyone. There's a lot of stuff going on. And those opinions, I pretty much like it. Um, relating to the kids, because I still call them kids. You know, they might be playing really well, you know. Um, I think we there was a, you had that conversation one time relating to knowing that there's some of the the the, the, the kids coming out from the from the um, academy that they're, they're not gonna make it as a first first team player and over time there might be rotational players that you could like you know put in when um, some other players are not playing but some probably we're gonna have to know. With time, we're gonna have to get, probably get good money from them. So right, right now there's a lot coming on, and I know from um, um, Smith Road to Saka, Willock, um, Nelson, Eddie. It's not everybody that's gonna like. Okay, I'm gonna like just just for instance, look at there was his name, the one that went to Everton. It will be. So I think I think we're on the right path. Um, I think I'm not sure we're gonna get the fourth position. <laughs> uh, that one has just been realistic. Uh, yep. We might try get there, um, but with, with the way everything is going, Delta um, uh, it needs probably like two more windows, like like windows, like summer windows, not January windows. January ones, agree. Yeah, for him to get to that stage, we want. Only uh, uh, we have to be patient, and I know some fans are gonna say probably he's not the right man for the job. But Wenger came from probably Japanese club, and you know they were patient with him and pretty much had experience. He was a coach in France before coming, but I know Arteta is gonna get us to where we want to be, where because from the from the tactics, sometimes you make mistakes, which is um, the team put on. Sometimes, but you could see glimpses of okay, this is the way we want to play. That's what we're used to. That's yeah. the the Arsenal way of playing. So it's it's gonna get there. But fought for this for this year, I'll for this season. Not sure. Not sure about that. Not yeah, sure. we'll have to we'll have to wait and see, mate. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Wasu, thank you so much for joining me, mate. I've got to leave thank it there. Just we're well over time, but thank I you so much. I understand. 
Thank you for having me. No worries, pal. I'm sure we're going to speak soon. Cheers. No problem. Easy, man. Bye. That was the brilliant Wasu joining us from Chicago, Illinois. We did have another caller uh, in the dashboard ready for me to bring onto the show, but they've just dropped out. Uh, not sure why, but anyway, um, I want to just say a massive thank you to all of you guys who have been joining us in the chat uh, this evening as well. Um, I want you to spam the chat box now. Let us know where it is that you are currently joining us from. As you've seen throughout the show, we've got callers from all over the world getting involved in our live phone-in show, which is fantastic. Love to see uh, people joining from all over the world. So spam the chat. Let me know where you're listening from, and I'll give you a shout-out before we lock off. A couple of bits of housekeeping. Before we go, I want to say thank you to everybody that tuned into the Watch Along of the uh, Newcastle United game yesterday. We had around about uh, 4,000 views on that. So a big thank you. Uh, we don't do them very often. Considering doing one against uh, for the game against Crystal Palace, let me know if you're interested in it. And if, if you are, then we'll get it done. Uh, so... Keep us posted on that. Just a quick reminder, uh, as you'll see in the live chat box, if you're watching us, there are a lot of people with the little Chronicles of Aguna logo next to their name when they comment. That's because they are members of the YouTube channel. If you feel like you want to support the podcast, if you feel like you want to receive the benefits that come with the Chronicles of Aguna membership, then click the link in the description uh, for more information on what it's all about. And then if you wish to sign up, you can do so from there. Um, there's a video on the channel. It's called the Chronicles of Aguna membership scheme. Check that video out. In that video, I explain exactly what we're doing why we're doing it and how your uh, support will help. So uh, check that out if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, feel free to become a member. But I, I have to stress the point again, it's not compulsory. There's not going to be a cut down in the content that we're putting out for free. You're still going to get the same level of content. But if you do become a member, you will get extra. There will be more. Uh, so brilliant. Uh, it will be brilliant if, if you'd uh, join us. If not, though, no hard feelings. And I also understand this is a really, really difficult time in the world right now. So as I said, no hard feelings whatsoever. If it's not something you can do at the moment. Um, but I want to put on record as well my thanks to those guys who have signed up uh, already because there's been quite a few, a lot more actually uh, than I thought. Uh, so thank you very, very much. Uh, right, let's go over to the live chat. Big shout out to Billy Anderson. Join us from Bournemouth. Topher joins us from DC. The Mongoose is in Brisbane, Australia. Glenn joins us from Kenya. Luke is in Rochester, Kent. Omar is in Jamaica. Uh, Charles is in Bulgaria. Billy is in Newmarket. Eugene joins us from Northolt. Um, T says, thank you for the show, Harry. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, it's my pleasure. Usman joins us from the Gambia. Patrick's in South Africa. Faisal's in Manchester. Uh, Winter's Wrath is in Hackney, North London. We've got John in Edmonton, Canada. Uh, we've got T in Larnaca, Cyprus. Riddy joins us from Canterbury. Boyce um, is in Ireland. We've got Kevin in Hounslow. What else have we got? We've got loads of places. Um, Roberto's in Iceland. We've got South East London. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Mohammed says he was waiting. He was in the waiting room, but there was a bad connection. Apologies, mate. Um, I, I didn't obviously see it. Well, the, the call's not there now, so you must have jumped out. But uh, be sure to message me next time and I'll get you uh, back on. Guys, if you do want to take part in these phone-in shows, the earlier you DM me, the better, uh, because we've obviously got an allotted amount of time. And that way, it's first come, first served. Um, and we will hopefully 
get through as many as you can. And I'll always do my best like tonight to make sure that we got through all of the calls. Uh, but there will be occasions where there are going to be too many people and we're not going to get through to everyone. So it is a first come first serve basis. So get involved uh, early doors. As soon as you see that tweet going out, announcing the fans phone in show, which is going to be weekly now, by the way, um, then uh, get involved. DM us at Chronicles underscore AFC. Just before I go, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. We're going to be bringing you another two live streams tomorrow. So turn the notifications on. Hope to see most of you there. And until then, take care. Have a good night. All the best. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguda, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.